Warning, this podcast may contain adult content, adult language, and it may or may not involve alcohol. I'm like Tommy, dude. Not Tommy from Tommy the Musical. Yeah, Tommy the, the Pinball musical. Wizard. Yeah. You talking about the Pinball Wizard? I am. Who? Pinball Wizard. <laughs> Oh, that's that's the best song I've ever heard. Welcome back, everybody, to the official Pathfinder 2nd Edition. We are the podcast known as Wheel or Whoa. With me, as always, are three of the most jocose and juxtaposed people I know. You know them. You love them. Laura. Yeah. Tell me, it's been a few weeks. Yep. Tell us, me and the listeners and the rest of the table, the most interesting change that happened to Mona between the playtest and the official rule set. Well, I'm no longer a paladin. Really? Yes. I am a champion. Okay. That's crazy. A liberator champion. Nice. Nice. Paladin is now an option under the champion class. Awesome, dude. That's really cool. Uh, anything else you want to talk about that happened? Um, Yeah, I mean, like, I have some slightly different things, like, for, I guess, oh, probably the biggest change is I can't do as many spells. Ouch. I can only do two spells. Um, and I will be able to do one more probably like next level depending on what i take but yeah so i only have like two spells got it that's which is rough town that's rough town that's rough town um james hello how are you dude good will you tell us the most interesting change that happened to anaset between the uh changes between the play tests and the official rules yeah so there's some cooler stuff that i can do with the bombs um i won't get into everything but basically, I can um, create one more bomb per day during my daily preparation. Nice. Which is pretty dope. Um, and then I would say the biggest change rule-wise for Anaset is that he is no longer targeting Touch AC because Touch AC does not exist in 2nd Edition. It's gone Johnson, dude. So I'm targeting the same AC as everyone else. That is crazy, man. Yes. Super crazy. And speaking of crazy... <laughs> How you doing, Woody? Dude, I'm feeling fucking good, man. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. We're getting ready to dive into fucking book two, so that's cool. Well, I've been diving into this fucking 624,000-page fucking <laughs> core rule book, dude. It is a tome, dude. It's huge, Mungus. Written by Logan Bonner, Jason Bullman, Stephen Radney McFarland, and Mark Seifter? Sefter. Seifter. Nice. What's up, Prost? He's a fucking... Fellas. He's a... Did you know that Mark Seifter is a pinball wizard? <laughs> okay. Uh, tell us, speaking of wizards, which Sabooks is not. Nope. Because uh, they're bullshit. Tell us about <laughs> the biggest change that happened to Sabooks between the playtests and the official rule set. Well, I guess the big one that everybody's been super nervous about 
is they got rid of the background that I had because that was such a vital part of my character. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, it was, it's gone now. You can, uh, they you, got rid of the blacksmith. You can no longer <laughs> you can no longer go by the title of blacksmith without doing anything. I, it's now an artisan, <laughs> so I took that. <laughs> we'll see how much that comes into play. Yep. Um, let's see here. I guess the big one um, that I think is I took a feat at eighth level uh-huh. when we rebuilt these characters called cross-blooded evolution. Ooh. Okay. Crossing streams, dude, and living dreams is what Sabuks Chimuko does. Sword five bitches. <laughs> nice. And so, um, Sabuks is becoming more internally confused. Right. He's just like, yep, that's pretty much it. Um, but what is his cross blooded evolution? What did he do it with? Nobody knows it but me. So I guess we'll just have to play and figure it out. We'll just have to find that out. And then there's this I mean, I could tell you where stuff is, but this character sheet is so fucking hard to read. Um, you know, there's some hit points, there's some spells. I get 19 of those a day. 19? 19 spells. That's dope. Fucking oh, all, all ninth level, all dude. All ninth level. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, the rule change did Sorcerer as well. I love Good it. Good to go, dude. But they do have, under the hit points, it just reminded me of this, uh, 89 is my max, but there's a little heart there. And I think they put it in there because... Sabuks to Dream to Mucos, number one hearts, number one of your programs, <laughs> best the rest of the fucking table. I think that's right, man. <laughs> so, when we last left our heroes oh God. at the closing of book one, they had just defeated their arch enemy, Raleigh Mock, aka Hamilcar. A.K.A. Hamilton. A.K.A. <laughs> Hannibal. <laughs> he was everyone and no one. He was the leader of the Saba'ah. He was a demon. He was pure evil, and they destroyed him. They rescued Professor Wolfstone from the clutches of the Vez Empire and brought him back to Malak. But after they had exited Padar, the plain of demons, also known as the Great Divide, when they were walking home, a massive explosion ripped through the undercity causing sinkholes all over the city to open up and swallow buildings whole hundreds died from the explosion you're now six months later you're at the memorial service you're in the crowd and there have been there's a speaker who's been who's been reading the names of the dead and you've been here for hours now and the names just keep going and a few names 14 names stand out to you as you're standing there holy fuck me um where is this can i ask before yes let's just drag this out a little bit longer um where is this taking place at this is taking place in front of so we know this building still stands in front of the golden palace of Malak, wherein lies the Sawtooth throne. And they're out on a little podium, little set up stage that was just makeshift set up. Uh, Queen Dido is standing there. She's looking haggard. Her son is standing there. So we know they're alive. Um, and they, everyone just looks haggard. I have like deep anxiety in my soul right now. So the first name that stands out to you is Private Anjuar, the little halfling scout that traveled with you for a while. Do you feel sad? And then and he's a little sad about that. The next name that stands out to you is Ashani of the Rishindi, 
which was Samantha's grandmother. Then you hear the name Baru of the Plains. Then you hear Bodaz of the Sabaah. Then you hear the name Carthalo of the Sabah. Holy oh, shit. shit. Then you hear the name Father Pyrus of the Church of Esh. Oh, no. He was a good in. Oh, I'm so stressed out. <laughs> Stop, you, you're going too fast. <laughs> then you hear the name Ian Greenbrier. Ian? Oh, of the Green Cloak. Fuck, you guys. Buff Tan Santa is no more. <sighs> then you hear the name... Kylie of the Nine Hells, Nine oh, Bells. We worked so hard, we worked to, so hard save to save her. <laughs> then you hear the name Jacob Briarstone of the Green Cloaks. He was yeah, Ian's yeah. helper that did mm-hmm. the money. Mm-hmm. That you were threatened to like murder and eat. And now he did. <laughs> then you hear the name Professor Fargarn Wolfstone. Oh, no. Fuck! He... Was he with us? He was in the yeah, Nine Hells. he was in the Nine Hells. Mm. Then you hear the name of Queen. Queen? Oh, shit. Did it change into something else? <laughs> was it that? Then you hear the name Satviki, which was Samantha's mother. Oh, shit. How many names do we have so far? <laughs> we got to be getting close to 14, right? <laughs> then you hear the name... This one's going to hurt. Tiffany Amberstone of Magazine. Tiffany. Anaset gets up and walks out. Then you hear the name Tomlin Chimuko. Then you hear the name the Trumpeter of the Green Cloaks. And the rest of the names just go by in a blur. Um, and you remember walking here through the devastation, you you spotted many buildings that were destroyed. The one that mars the land, there are two that really shake up the landscape. The void was completely consumed. A sinkhole opened up beneath it. A void beneath the void. A void beneath the void opened up and the void is completely destroyed. The light tower of the crow's nest in ruins. Mona, the Nine Bells brothel, is destroyed. Kylie died rescuing Jarta from it. She died a hero. Ropa, the clothing store, gone. Marco, however, survived. Oh, thank God. The Owl and Mouse, the little restaurant where you met with Eldon and Sparrow, destroyed, gone. You found out that the finger bones were completely destroyed. Holy fuck. And Hamilcar's villa was completely destroyed as well. Good. And after the names are read, the announcer keeps going and he explains. They call up a member of the Astromancers Guild who says, the explosion ruined and destroyed the seals that have kept out demons from our city for lo these many hundreds of years. Currently, all of our highest level priests, wizards, and sorcerers are working around the clock to maintain to keep the demons at bay from Araku. But some still manage to get through now and then, so 
Be safe, people. Something is happening in Araku to rile up the demons, and we're not sure. And someone yells out, What happened? What was the cause of this? And he looks down at his notes and says, Well, it seems that we don't know. The, the Vez say it was Riverwood terrorists. We don't believe that. We believe this was an attack by the Vez Empire sent through Riverwood. It looks like they opened an extra-dimensional rift in an interdimensional space, and it sent out a stream of negative energy and antimatter that ripped through the dimensional portals, destroying large swaths of the Undercity, and that opened up huge sinkholes in the city. And so the Vez Empire has tightened up their control on Riverwood and the Kingdom of Benjamin. They are rounding up political detractors by the score. People are being hung for being terrorists. The Vez have also crossed the northern borders into the land of the free cities and have taken two of the northern cities. Does anyone have any other questions? What's the status of our army? Our army is fully engaged in the north. Is this all happening at the memorial? Yeah, you're at the memorial. It's like a memorial slash press briefing. This is the first time in six months that the city has been together. Everyone's just been kind of like sifting through the rubble, mm -hmm. sifting through the ashes. Like fucking, we should totally, it'd be copyright infringement, but we should totally call this episode The Empire Strikes Back. Because <laughs> um, this was like, I mean, like I said, the Vez Empire denies all culpability. Oh, another building that was destroyed was the Empire Bank. That bank Mother is fucking gone. Fucker, are and you fucking serious? Gone? Yes, oh, I am. Why? God damn it. Why? I had all of my money in there. No, your money's not there. I had all my money there. No, we have it at the other bank. What bank? The Empire Bank is gone. That's where I... Oh, yeah. I didn't go to the Empire Bank. So never mind. My money's still there. Nice, dude. Because the credit union's still around. That's right. I went to BECU. Yep, dude. <laughs> um, They're moving. And yeah, so this is the first time in, like I said, six months. We're, we're heading into fall right now. It's late summer. starting to be early fall. Um, and this is the first time the city has come together. I mean, the city's been working together very amazingly. They've come together in love to like try and rebuild and reshape the city but this is the first time they gathered on mass and had information on this scale and like open for questions and stuff so if you and if any of you three have any questions feel free to ask no no um, questions well i'm just trying to do we know have is there any word from rosa or the forts so Rosa, Azul, and Arbol have split. They have succeeded from the free cities and become a triad of independent states. Nishar and Puente have stayed with us. We are still awaiting word from the kingdom of Kassan. Are they enemies? Who? Rosa and the triad? No, no, they are independent states. They just They're don't just want to be involved the in the war. Yeah. Do the Vez know that? <laughs> if they don't, they will. And will they listen? No. 
We don't believe so. We believe the Vez seeks total conquest. We are at total war with the Vez Empire right now. And like Queen Dido's standing behind him and she just looks rugged, dude. What about the forts? The Fort Fort Caliphus and Columbus still stand. They were unaffected, though some of their soldiers from Fort Caliphus were at the finger bones when it was destroyed. We don't have a full report yet of who or what. Good. Um, I'm trying to just gather my thoughts right now. Yeah, for sure, dude. There's another brother going. Thank God you have six other ones. Oh, no. no. Two dead, so Two five dead. left. Oh, I meant... Total six other ones. Total of six other ones. Yeah, so there's two dead. Tomlin and Tomax, right? Mom and Dad are still alive, though. The youngest. Papa Chamuco and Miriam. Were those the two youngest? Yeah. Other than you? Yeah. <sighs> Anaset is barely holding it together in here. Wait, didn't you leave? You come back? Yeah, I come back for, like... Like, I guess when I left, I kind of stood up and went to the back. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be... Kind of caught your breath some. In the middle of everyone. Right, right. Um, yeah, I don't... I don't know what to ask. Um, if there are no more questions, we wish you the God's luck and rebuilding and the city is as much as we can help we'll do what we can this was an act of deliberate and intentional destruction sent to us by the Vez Empire and we will repay them and the crowd's like yeah fuck the Vez fuck the Vez what can we do to help um he says we are Taking all volunteers, you can meet with, uh, and he points to Usul. You can meet with Usul afterwards if you have special skills. If there are no further questions, we have, we have much work to do yet. And the queen is tired. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right, so the um, the crowd sort of starts to pers- dis- disperses, and the three of you are kind of standing around, um, all with these like shocked looks on your faces. That was a lot of people, people that you knew, people that you had talked to that aren't around anymore. Right. And lots of time has passed. This this all happened six months ago. So you're all thinking back. On what, on what's happened over the past six months, and so Mona, yeah, what what's Mona? What's she been doing? So that night happened. The explosion happened. Um, pe- there was fires. There were people screaming. Mona was scrambling around trying to save as many people as she could, rescuing people from the nine bells as it fell into the undercity. Um, but in the intervening months since that night, Mona, what have you been doing? Oh, 
this is gonna hurt too. There's another building was destroyed. Lystra's orphanage was oh destroyed. Most people made it out alive. Sister Isabel and her cohorts managed to rescue almost everyone. A few of the sisters kind of went down with the ship. Mm-hmm. But the building itself is gone. Wow. Um, I think she would probably be spending time um, over those months, I think, just helping uh, to rebuild, making sure people have places to stay. Um, Do you stay in Malak? Do you go anywhere? Like... Uh, Do you try and... So I don't know if it would be okay for me to have gone... You got six months, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I would have probably, if I had heard about the finger bones and stuff, I probably would have gone and tried to find Robin. Okay. Uh, so you, you make your way to Fort Khalifa's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, you find that Robin Robin is okay. Okay. Yeah. She was alive. Uh, she was at the fort when the finger bones blew up. Okay. Because that's where the portal from Riverwood led to. So the bomb right. got shoved through Riverwood portal into the finger bones, exploded there, and that energy dispersed. So, like, who knows what happened to Rosa? Like, right. we don't have any reports of what happened to Rosa. Right. Because uh, they're not talking to anybody. So, yeah, so you went to Fort Khalifas and you saw mm-hmm. that Robin was okay. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, what? It- and then I would probably, uh, after doing that, I would make sure that you know, she still wants to stay. <laughs> um, and she wants to stay now more than ever. Yeah, like she is. I figured gung ho. Um, and um, then I would go back to Malak and just do what I could to help, uh, probably with the temple as well as the. The um, with the girls uh, from the Nine Bells trying to make sure that they have uh, options or um, I know the jewel box is still standing. Yeah, it seems like the jewel box is still standing and that's the only brothel left in the city. Okay. Um, yeah, and just trying to make sure that they have a place to be. Uh, okay. Like where do you want where do you want to put them up? Um, if if there's any, I guess I, I could like uh, try to rent a place. I don't know if there's okay. any. Yeah. Do you have Do you have money? How much money do you have? I've got like um two fifty ish. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So two forty seven. Yeah. So mine it. You have two forty seven. Yeah. And so you've been helping, like, rebuild the city and stuff? Yeah. So minus, I mean, how much of that do you want to spend on this? Like, um, helping over these six months? Well, I, I want to at least have enough to, you know, be right. able to... That'd be, like, 50 gold, I think, to make sure that the remaining girls of the Nine Bells are, oh, yeah. like, well taken care of. I would be happy to do that. Okay. Um, and then... I don't know, probably some for the orphanage too. So. Okay. So yeah, minus however much you want for okay. that. And then is there anything else you wanted you want to have done? Um I think so 
That's most of it. I guess, do we know if the portals are still... The portals are destroyed. They're destroyed, They're yeah. absolutely destroyed. Okay. Um, I think uh, trying to figure out... I mean, I think that's it as far as, like, big stuff. I might have wanted to, like, try to do, I don't know, research somehow. On? On... the like the demon stuff because was part of the shields of the city was mm-hmm. part of that in the under yeah okay like the pillar the foundation stones of the yeah. runes were in the under city so yeah i guess i would have maybe gone down to the okay. under city Give probably me... with derib and tried to figure some stuff out like does that make sense derib derib and from ash to cash both survived by one Oof. By one. Holy I was shit. I was gonna ask too. I was so I was like, okay, the trumpeter's gone. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Cash is still there. It's a, it's it, it got damaged. The nine hells has also been damaged, yeah, but, but it's still there. The trumpeter didn't die when everybody else is. He actually just blew himself up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still like kind of yeah. ruined. <laughs> totally. Um so I was thinking though, if I lost it, I would have a lot of explaining to do to Nathaniel. Yeah. <laughs> so Mona, give me uh, you're investigating the the stones, the the rune stones that kept the demons out. That's what you're looking into. Yeah, and also other things that maybe we can find out, it, like other parts of the Undercity we were unable to sure. explore. I think I would have spent some time. Yeah, give me to... a what do you want and what what check an occult check, cultism. Um, a religion? Yeah, I could do... I don't have a cult, but I could do, like, religion. Yeah, religion will work here. Athletics. <laughs> acrobatics. Try, try to swim your way out of this by using acrobatics. <laughs> I'm using thievery. <laughs> nice, dude. Um, oh, that's I, not, s- I steal the answer from someone else's brain. Let's see. Um, what am I rolling? <laughs> religion. Yeah. Uh, it's 18. 18. Um, so with your investigations and your, your slightly, your, your memories are getting a little more clear. You've had a bunch Mm -hmm. of flashbacks of your memories. So things are starting to make a little more sense and you recognize these runes as elven runes. Um, and you know, you can tell that where, wherever they came, they're from Araku. Like these were forged in Araku mm-hmm. in the holy desert somewhere way back way back when and you're not sure other you don't know how to repair them from with the materials that you have okay presently you okay. might have to go somewhere or do something to fix that okay all right Anaset. Yeah. What have you been doing over? So yeah, that same night happened, man. And it's the same situation. You're pulling people out and trying to save as many lives as you can. You're using all your elixirs and potions to just save as many lives as possible. And the end of the night comes and you're just beat to shit and tired and bloody and ash covered and smoky and burned. But (sighs) Ash the Cash is still there, if not much else. Um, so what have you been doing over the intervening months? Uh, the first week of those six months, <clears throat> he, um, 
didn't do anything, really. He slept at Tiffany's every night, hoping that she would come home. Okay. Um, and then on, like, on the fifth day, I think, just every night, he's just kind of, kind of, like, crying to himself a little bit, just knowing that, like, the next day, she's probably still not going to come home. Mm-hmm. Um... And then after the week, I think that he would um, start to probably start to go help with like pulling people out from the rubble, like trying to volunteer for find survivors and stuff. Find survivors, yeah. And he, you know, tries to check on the places that she probably would have been. Yeah. Where did Tiffany die? Give me a survival check. Um, I rolled a two, so that's a 13. So, Anna said, you're not... Do you, like, ask her? You don't find her. Do you ask around? Yeah. Um, so it takes you some time, but finally you make your way through the proper channels. Um, and this... It, we'll, we'll come back to what you were doing. This is... It takes, like, a month or so for you to find out because they got to find her first. Mm-hmm. Um, and she... Like, they don't really understand, they don't know why, but her body was found at the Empire Bank collapse. I think she was probably doing her investigation. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, he would spend, he would spend pretty much that entire month trying to find her and find where she was. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of every day waking up thinking today's, today's the day I might find her alive. Um, but as the days went on and he found more and more dead bodies at these places and wasn't really getting answers from people, um, he just kind of knew she was gone. Yeah. And you're, you're staying at her house the whole time? Yeah. What are you doing while you're there? Um, eating a lot of junk food. Nice, dude. Um, Grief eating. Yeah. Feel it. And uh, probably drinking a lot. And like drinking a lot of wine mm-hmm. and uh, smoking a lot of God's breath eventually as like kind of runs out of liquor. Yeah. <laughs> and and like doesn't even have the energy to go to this the wine shop. Totally. So he goes to like the Owl and Mouse to, or is that place gone? That place is gone. Uh, yeah. He goes to like the closest alleyway where he can find God's breath and buys it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he is fucking self-medicating and just really depressed for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing that gives him comfort at the end of every day is like Nezzy is is there, right? And she's she's she kind of yeah she gives a little bit of hope like every day. You know she's she's kind of like maybe today we'll we'll find him or find her. Yeah, and she's like she sleeps with you every night and stuff. Nezzy does, and gives you lots of head bumps and stuff. Yeah, um, and after that month, I think he would he'd kind of be like, "I can't do this the rest of my life," and like you know, there's like just things to remind him everywhere mm-hmm. of her. <laughs> it's her house. Um, so yeah, he- and it's it's kind of like in disarray like obviously it got shook it's like a giant earthquake hit Malak. yeah um and it's all shook up and kind of like all disarrayed and everything yeah but there's like 
papers everywhere right. with her name on it. Yeah, totally. You know, story by mm-hmm. Tiffany. Um, and I think he would he would maybe like pick up uh, a piece that she had written originally, like one of her first big pieces that she was really proud of. Yeah, um, that was like in a frame on the wall. And that had kind of fallen off onto her desk, and he sat down and found it and read it one day, and remembered, you know, her, her telling him how important this piece was to her and how, you know, she she had kind of made it mm-hmm. in the in the at the paper, and uh, I think that would give him the encouragement to say like she she wouldn't want me sitting here mourning every day. Give me a give me a perception check. <clears throat> Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Um, as you're looking at the the article she wrote, her framed article, you see that the the glass is cracked, and you go to like kind of fix it, and you take it apart. And when you pull off the back, there's another sheet or two of paper behind it of a story that she was working on. Um, one of the news stories that she hadn't published yet, where she's she's linking rumors of this figure called Raleigh Mock to one of the Sabah. Uh, she, she's not sure which one, but she thinks it must be one of the main ones. And she was going to look into that some more. Nice. Um, I'm going to take that and maybe try to find any evidence that she had, she'd kind of gathered um, and take that back with me. Uh, to from Ash to Cash, and I want to check on um, if if the trumpeter is working away. And I had I he's dead. Yeah. So I find do I find him or do I? You come back to an empty shop, empty and shop. then find out through the course of time. Like I think it's Sergeant Wilco that comes to you because she's now Sergeant Wilco, the the sergeant that was in charge of the Nine Bells. She's now leading the Green Cloaks who have. Changed their name to the Black Cloaks. In mourning. In mourning, and they're they're getting ready. She comes and tells you about the trumpeter. Um, so if he comes back to an empty shop, is I, I mean, Nathaniel isn't there either. No, not right now. How long does the boat take? So the boat took probably like a week to go, but you still haven't seen Nathaniel because like all these people came in the boat with all the refugees came into Malak Harbor, which is in disarray too, because it caused like a when the explosion happened, like a big tidal wave happened and fucked up the harbor. Not completely, but so they've come to just shambles and it's taken a while to get everybody sorted off the boat. Uh, and you just you haven't run into Nathaniel yet okay. during that six month period. Okay. So I think I would open the shop with Nezi um, and in the mornings, like the early mornings, I would go pick up supplies and stuff and ask about if anybody had met a, a man named Nathaniel. Right. Pretty much at like any inn or, or something like that. Yeah. And supplies are getting really hard to find. Okay. Like there's nothing coming in from Rosa, Arbul, or Azul anymore. There's nothing at all coming in from the kingdom of Benjamin. Supply lines from the north have been compromised. Okay. Um... So I think, yeah, and then he would just keep the shop running as much as possible yeah. to like. And know. at first, nobody comes in, but eventually, people start coming in. People need stuff. Yeah, you know, people need 
sucks. And plus, it's just nice. So to I'm have... making a lot of healing elixirs, right, right, and um, other stuff that helps. Okay. And um, I want to make it as Side profitable strength. as possible for Nathaniel. Right. And maybe he had never been here before. I don't know if he had or not. Mm-hmm. So like, I'd be making. Um, I would go over to uh, um, Guten at the um, the the press shop, the mm-hmm. paper press shop, and make like flyers for like from ash to cash uh, in the Warrens, open for you know. Nice. Give me a mer- give me a mercantile check. Okay, I don't have that anymore. Oh, so it's just oh shit. I oh yeah, that my other biggest change. I changed my background. Oh, what's your new background? Battle medic. Okay. So give me, yeah, give me, yeah, a business check, a mercantile check, I it's guess. It's just plus intelligence. Yep. Uh, that is a 17 plus four is 21, nice, baby. Nice, Rolling hot tonight, buddy. Um, so yeah, like the flyers work. People are coming into the shop uh, and things are things are going pretty well. Is there anything else you want to do in this six months? Yeah, so I'll go a little faster with this. Um, here's my, f- my four biggest things. I want to make the shop profitable. Right. Uh, I want to talk with Nathaniel. Um, Definitely sort this whole mess out. Give him the shop. I'll work for you. Um, and, like, try as hard as I can to fix that relationship. Right. Um, and then I want to uh, work on Tiffany's story with someone that I can try to find that I can trust at the mm-hmm. um, paper. Someone who wouldn't, yep. like, besmirch her name. Right. Anyway, uh, then three help fix the city as much as possible um i got money so yep. I, I can help with that how much do you want to spend um i would give pandu the job pandu's dead <laughs> i know but i can speak with dead so he can work for me now um you can speak with him he can't work yeah so i would go ahead and do um two platinum pieces okay it's 220 gold Yes. Is that 20 gold? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll do five. Okay. Platinum. Cool. Mark that off. Um, and then also, uh, my fourth thing, um, once I found out where Tiffany was, I would want to go speak with Dead with her. Okay. Cool. Um, we'll get to... So three of those things happen. You do not run into Nathaniel in the six months. The other three of those things happen, though. And we'll get back to your conversation with Tiffany after this. Sabooks. Yeah. Same same thing, man. So I think, you know, he, he le- they walk out and the explosion happens. Right. And all of a sudden, because um, his skin started to turn this tree bark and this green. Yeah. And all of a sudden, when the explosion happens, when he wakes up, you know, he's covered in ash and the dust and blood and, you know, all that viscera. And he can tell that his hair is this, like, it's red again. It's black and red again. And he just doesn't feel good. And um, I think the immediate place he goes to when that happens is he goes to the Olive Branch Inn. He tries to make his way there. Totally. Can he do that when the explosion happens? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, like, so you he... peel off from your friends and you go charging home. Yeah. Yeah. And you manage to get through the city, dodging potholes, building collapsings, fire, um, and you beeline it to the olive branch. And it is still there. 
There was, seems like there is a small fire that's been put out, but the structure is there. Um, and so, yeah, you, it's, it's still standing. Okay. Um, and then my question, as a player, I know that you just read out the names and Tomlin was dead. Did I know Tomlin had died? Did he die at the Olive Branch Inn? So, yeah. So when you show up at the inn yeah. that night, uh, your your mother, Miriam, and Papa Chimuko are there. And your two other brothers that you rescued. Yeah, my oldest brothers. Are there. Um, and they're, they're gathered around Tomlin, who is burned and looks like a stone pillar or something crushed him. Like something something very heavy fell on him and crushed him. Okay. And so they're all, and your mom's like, ah, oh, you're safe. You're safe. And she runs up and hugs you and your brothers run up and hug you and your Papa Chimuko runs up and you guys are all standing around like yeah. crying, hugging each other. Well, then, they're crying. I don't know what you're doing. And I think that, no, he definitely, Sabuk's definitely crying. Um, we've established that many chapters ago. <laughs> true, um, true, true facts. And I think that he sits them down, like, you know, we try and cough up some rubble and things like that. Then I ask them what they would like to do with his remains. And they, they explain that they're going to have um, a, they're a gonna, funeral. like Yeah, they're going to cremate him and have a service for him in, like, a couple days after they get everything like right taken care of okay and then um and then uh i sabuks explains to them that uh grandfather saul is okay like i saw his spirit and that it's been released and your what your mom just balls dude. yeah miriam just bursts out into tears and just grabs you around the neck and just holds on to you super tight super tight yeah and I and I you know hold her and kind of pat her hair and wipe her tears away and then um say uh, I have to go back to the nine house I need to see if the building's okay I need to see if if everybody in there is okay of, of course there's there's nothing you can do here and Sabi. and so I think he returns I'm just glad you're safe me too and I think once he walks out then it really hits him that his brothers, another family member, um, has perished. And I think that's just a really mm -hmm. solemn walk. And then he kind of like runs, you know, starts like this fast paced jog back to the nine hells. And then. Uh, and when you get there, you see the nine hells and it's kind of cattywampus. It's kind of askew a little okay. bit, like part of the foundation sunk. Okay. But other than that, it looks fine. Okay. And then next door, there's just a gaping hole in the ground. And you look down, and it's hundreds of feet to the down. bottom, and you just see fucking just shattered stone. I think Sabi makes his way inside to the Nine Hells. Mm -hmm. Is anybody inside? Sunky is behind the bar. Half of his face has been like totally burned, uh, but the other half looks okay. And he's like, "Hey, boss." Um, Sunki, uh, and I'm like, "Come, come here, come here." And like, I, I do the heal spell, uh -huh. like, um, but it's this, like, fiery demon that comes out and kind of like, eats his wounds away, 
like it's almost like the fire and the ash. Like it's like eating heal. the dead skin. Yeah, it's kind like of, eating yeah. the dead skin to heal him up. And then um, I go back to look for Samantha. I go to down the hallway to Samantha's room. Can I get down the hallway? Yeah, and this is still that night, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you, you just hear sobbing. And like I fucking fling open the door. And you, the first thing that hits you is that you can see the stars above you. The roof has completely collapsed. Okay. And Samantha's in there, and there's just rubble, a pile of rubble in the room, and she's just like sobbing, but just staring at this pile. And she doesn't even move when you come in. Samantha? Uh, hello? And she, she turns around, she's like, Sobby. And like he goes and sits on the bed with her. Yeah, and the he, bed's he just knows ash cover. Yeah, right. And he knows immediately. And she's shaking. She's just shaking. And I think he, he puts his I'm so cold. And he puts his hand on top of her hand. And we should Is she, is your home still standing? I, I I don't know. I was I was here. I, I had a dream. What kind of dream? A, a new player has entered the Pantheon. A, a new player has entered the Pantheon? Kat Ava, the, the queen of dreams. She appeared in my deck. Uh, can I make a religion roll? Sure. Uh, let's see here. 15 plus 12 is 27. Um, you know, you've heard, you've read a little bit about Ket Ava and some strange tomes. She's certainly not one of the main pantheon, mm-hmm. not one that's talked about, but mm-hmm. it's always just kind of hinted at. Uh, she's sort of holds the realm of foresight and portents and divination okay. and dreams, obviously. Okay. Um, usually when she appears, she doesn't appear often, but when she appears in the decks, that's a symbol of bad times to come. She's not bad. She just kind of foresees bad. Bad. Okay. Perhaps you should, we'll get this, we'll get this cleared up and, and we can, however you people, um, relinquish their their loved ones to the other side. And she just points at this giant pile of stone, like in her room, in her mom and grandma's room. And just there. It's okay. It's okay. I know. I know. We'll, we'll take care of it first. We should, let's, let's get you into another room. And, and, you know, I try and search for a room that may be clean. Is there a room? There's not a room that's clean, but there's rooms with roofs and roofs. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'll do. We'll we'll get her into one of those. Um, obviously, we probably have no running water or anything like that. No, that's been ruined okay. for tonight. Yeah. Um, and then I think um, we'll get. You know, we'll try and move some stuff around. I'll chat with Sun Key a little bit more. We'll go attend to Samantha, and then I think he goes to bed. Yeah. And Sun Key, he tells you he's like boss it was crazy i was i was sleeping and then this lady came to me in my dreams and told me i should wake up and get out what lady 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know. She just came to my dreams. I, I've, I've never seen her before, boss. Do you know what she looks like? Can you describe? I, I, I not right now. It's okay. And it's like, okay. even though your, your demon ate away all the burned flesh and there's a bunch of pink new flesh underneath the burned half of Sunky's face, his left eye is just completely destroyed. Okay. Um, like, I think I'm going to need an eye patch. We'll get you... We'll get you an eye patch. Maybe one with like a dragon or something on it. Oh, you want an eye patch with a dragon on it? Yeah, like a dragon head, like a okay. silver one. Yeah. Why? That's silver one. I, that sounds cool. Silver dragon on a black fucking eye patch. Okay. We got. Uh, that sounds like the best. All right. And then uh, I think Sabi goes into his room to go mm-hmm. to bed. Is that able to happen? Yeah. No. You go in there and yeah. like. Your safe is all fucking thrown over on the side. It hasn't. Well, give me a give me a luck check. Give me a 50-50 check. See if this thing blew your safe up. Fifty uh, ninety one. Oh, you're good. It's on its side, but it's it's a strong safe, dude. Okay. And then I think over. Yeah. So what's in the next months like? The next, probably the first month, probably the first three weeks. Sabi doesn't have any dreams, which mm-hmm. is very weird for him. And then the fourth week comes, and he wakes up, and there is a... Uh, he can't make it out at first, but then there's a... He's trying to figure out what it is, because it kind of keeps shifting. the shape. It's like shape-shifting a little bit between this humanoid figure and then something else and he can't really make it out and that happens over the next several nights mm-hmm. and then probably the next week there's this pegasus sitting in his room and what color usually they're white but maybe yeah not. no this isn't it's it's more like a like a this this gold with these just like um emerald colored eyes like stone eyes nice these emerald colored stone eyes and he goes towards it and then it kind of breathes out of its nostrils Mm -hmm. and the smoke kind of covers his face and he wakes up and it's the next morning and then um he just gets this and he goes to bed the next night and then when he wakes up again it's there again Mm mm-hmm except it walks out of the nine hells and he follows it all the way out to the gates of the city. Yeah. And, um, and then it shifts into this humanoid. He can't really tell who they are. Right. And it's got incredibly long hair. And then, uh, they turn away and he just hears the words, And the next day, Sabi leaves Malak and doesn't come back uh, until the day of the the readings of the names. Mm -hmm. And he goes, initially he goes out to the fort to see if Bodil is, he's heard the rumblings about the finger bones. So he goes out to see if Bodil's okay. And this is a couple weeks later afterwards right after yeah. you start having these dreams yeah this is probably so a month in after being back the dreams started and then probably about six weeks after that is when the 
the shape-shifting creature told him to find to find them. Yeah. And so your first stop is at Fort Khalifa's. Yeah, and he leaves he leaves all of his he leaves all but like 50 gold. So he's got 263 gold. Mm-hmm. And he leaves all 50 of that with a note to Sun Key that says, you know, uh, take care of Samantha's uh, mother and grandmother's room and to try and get this place built back up. Nice. Um, and so, yeah, he goes, the first stop is out at Fort Wiz Khalifa's. And so when you get there, um, people are kind of reticent, but finally Robin of all people is the one that comes up to you and she says, so she's, she's not here anymore. Sabooks. She was, there was problems with the pregnancy and she needed to go back to her homeland in the frozen north. And so we flew her back. How long ago did this happen? We just got back from that trip about three, four days ago, I think. I'm sure she'll be fine. And I think... She said as long as she was with her people that she would be okay. And I think Sabuks just kind of turns and walks away from Rob and leaves Mm -hmm. the fort. Sure. And I think he wonders for what seems... Forever, and he's trying months. to find yeah, yeah. months and and um, and eventually he's the the Pegasus comes to him mm-hmm. again, probably after another six weeks of wandering, and then um, he finds this it, for some reason it seems natural, and um, he finds this kind of like break in the ground, yeah. And uh, he examines it, and the next thing he knows, he's in the Fey plane again. Man, he found a natural portal. Yeah, and um, the 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 Pegasus is there waiting for him, and mm. then he um, the 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 Pegasus is uh, this <laughs> what is. It, sh- it shapes ships back into the the person yeah. that he saw, the being that he saw, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's when it does that, it's this radiating energy, just this like golden and green energy. Yeah, that's surrounding their figure. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's this very, it just seems like it's good, but it feels chaotic to him. Like right. things are moving, and like it's. They're standing there, but they're shifting into multiple things at once, and I can't, and he can't really tell what it is mm-hmm. um, until it begins to speak to him. Um, what does it say? Yeah, uh, it, it it says, ah, "You have found me, young one. You've reached where you needed to come. You've, you've been searching for me." It's obviously a bit confused by that. Right. Um, but then um, they uh, they embrace him. They hug him. Right. 
and and say, if you will follow me, we will we will find Kital. But there will be caveats, and we will destroy him. But you must pledge yourself to me. And Sabi asks who they are, and um, they point to this tree, and he reads. It's all carved in this huge, massive, like four hundred mm-hmm. foot tree, and all of a sudden he's. They walk with him and they levitate and they're gone, and he reads the story of Argias, the um, summer court deity of the Fae, and um, and reads many things about them and how they've taken numerous forms in animals and plants over time, and that they they choose specific gnomes to be um, warriors on on our on our plane mm-hmm. uh, for them and then as, as he reads um, it says you must take a piece of the bark from this tree and and um, and pledge your life to Argios and for some reason it feels incredibly natural to Sabi yeah no um, you feel at peace on the fae plane yeah and he um, takes it and he carves out this he can't it's almost like it moves itself his hand moves itself and mm-hmm. it carves underneath his to like the right side of his Adam's apple his jugular and he can't tell what it is um, but then the next thing he knows is uh, it's months later and he looks down at his hand and the burn mark from Ash is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has... Um, he can tell he feels different. And his his hair has become this, like, vibrant gold with green streaks in it. And um, he's back to wearing uh, overalls. Uh <laughs> And they they are this unbelievable like brown with mossy green on it, but it's 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 just much lighter. Right. Um, nice. And he's wearing nothing else uh, besides that. Just some overalls. Yeah. Sweet, dude. Awesome look. Um, anything else you want to do over the six months? Um, head back to Malak. I think he'll he'll head back to Malak and um, and uh, and he arrives the day that they're they're doing the reading right. of the names. Yeah, and that's where you end up. Um, so Anaset, you're you're standing. This is months after the explosion, but weeks before the memorial service. You finally found out where Tiffany's remains lay. And you're standing above the hole that once was Empire Bank and looking down. And what are you doing? Do I see a body anywhere? Well, well, yeah. So your plan, you're casting Speak With Dead? Yeah. You need to see the remains. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you actually get taken down through your connections from with Lieutenant Dan and the Sawtooth Throne, you actually get escorted into the Undercity. Um, 
to the remains to the fallen building and you can see there's I mean it's grisly but you can see like a tuft of blonde hair and a shattered like starting to decompose arm sticking out of a bunch of rubble so she pretty much crushed you uh move some rubble around and give me a give me a medicine check that's uh 24 nice so you manage to through your medical knowledge and what's left of her you manage to piece her and your knowledge of how this spell works your man you manage to piece her skull back together enough um that you think you can you think that the spell will be able to work um so i go ahead and and cast that yeah, and so you go through the whole ritual because it takes some time. Ten minutes. And you say your prayers to Maveth, and Maveth appears to you crying. Um, and she says, this was not planned. None of this was planned. What this happened? It's not my fault. Not your fault? What do you mean, not your fault? Why would it be your fault? I am the goddess of death. People tend to blame me for death. What happened here? I mean, the Vez clearly did this. And she says, I don't think I'm the one you want to ask. And she steps aside and Tiffany's spirit is there, like translucent in the background. I take like a couple steps toward her. Yeah. And Mavath like puts her hand on your shoulder and says, don't, don't cross over. Anastat, you might not be able to come back. I keep your distance. I know it's hard, but... She's right there. I know, but if you go to her, you might not be able to come back. I would ask your questions and then leave her in my gentle hands. Um... So he's... He kind of fights back tears for a second and um, he says um, and he kind of laughs a little bit and he's like how are you and he doesn't know what to ask so it's just the dumbest question right I'm at peace Danny what do you want I know we don't have much time here what were you doing here I was investigating the link between the Vez Empire and the Dwarves. They're in, they're in it together. And that does not bode well, especially not for Rosa. I found your story. The, one, the one you were working on. Oh, the one about Raleigh Mock? Yeah. We never got time to talk about that. No. I was... It's kind of always gone. I'm, I'm, I'm so I was s- always busy, too. It, it's not your fault. I'm so sorry. What else... What else do you want to know? 
What do you want to do with the story? And she stops. I mean, mean, the work you did on this is amazing. It should be out there. People should know who you were. And does Magna live? And she does. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. Yeah, I I went and visited her this morning. Give it to her. She'll know what to do. Okay. And hopefully, you found it in time to destroy Raleigh He's gone. And like her spirit, like shudders a little bit with happiness. We, we killed him. Fucker. I'm glad he's dead. He was a jerk. Yeah, he had Spooks' grandfather's soul, and it was. He's Who was it? Was it Bodaz? Bodaz. Who was Raleigh Mock? It was. It was one of the. You were right. I was. It was Hamilcar. I knew it. I knew it. Yes. <laughs> a friend of mine told me that I should have just talked to you about this, and I said she's right. <laughs> What else do you want to know? Um, I mean, I don't want to just be sitting here asking you questions, but it's... it's, oh, it's we so, don't have much time. I know. It's so good to see you. I, I don't know how I'm going to go on without you. You'll, you'll be fine. You'll love again. I'll be watching you. It's kind of hot. <laughs> she laughs. And he um, he says, Maveth is going to take good care of you. She's she's not what everyone thinks she is. And Tiffany looks at you and she says, this might be kind of weird, but if you want, this is going to be gross, so bear with me. You can... And she like points and you look back and you're no longer on the plane of the dead and you look back over your shoulder and you see she's pointing at the skull that this ritual has been worked around. She's like, you can keep that and you can talk to me. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's grisly and you don't like, I know. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to take it and, uh, Uh, I don't know if I can keep doing this, but but now I'll have the option. I'll have I'll have the option. Okay, baby. Well, it was great talking to you. I I love you so much. I love you too. I'm sorry that this happened. Me too. And like she started, she's still standing in the same place, but she's starting to get smaller. Like she's being like pulled back and Mavath comes up to you again. And she's like, your time is done. I'm sorry. Be strong, Anaset. And like, I reach out to, to kind of like try to grab her. To grab Tiffany? No. um, To grab Mavath? Mavath, yeah. Um, I don't know if I get like a clutch or anything. No, you, you, yeah. Kind of like forearm like yeah. yeah wrist and i'm like please take care of her i will she, i will she's she's amazing you concentrate on the living i'll take care of the dead thank you and on that cheery note we'll find out what happens on the next verse of wheel or whoa
enjoyed this verse, Wheeler Woe, uh, you can check us out on Instagram. Uh, fun stories, fun posts, uh, a whole lot of juice. Uh, we're also on the tweets. We can tweet at Wheel2E, and you can Facebook us at Wheeler Woe Podcast. Um, and if you uh, want to check out our Patreon page, we've got some awesome tier rewards on there, and uh, our Discord is one of them. And um, Robin, I know you're a little bummed that it didn't happen in episode one, but we'll talk about it in episode two, I promise. Uh, she, she won a cool contest. Um, and yeah, check us out on patreon.com slash if you want to come chat with us and have a good time. And just welcome back, everybody. We're really excited to be starting into book two. Um, I am personally sorry if any of you are upset by any of the NPCs that have died. Feel free to send me your hate mail at rat underscore blind. Um, I am deserving of it. I have the two dice that I rolled. I rolled the same percentile dice, and I don't know what to do with them yet. You can find them later uh, <laughs> at up Joey's ass. <laughs> anyway, folks, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your patience during our hiatus. Uh, we're well-rested, well-juiced up, and we're ready to dive in. So we'll catch you real soon. Thanks very much. We love you. Bye. Hey, Maveth. Yes, Annie. Before you get out of here, I've I've always wondered what that um, that undead beer tastes like. And she's she like, hand me a beer out of that space bag there. It's the shit. And she hands you a ghost beer. Okay, Dan, are you ready to record these bumpers for the Necropodicon Network? It was Brad who introduced us to the Necropodicon Network. Dan, I can't... Yes, Brad is the one that found me to join this content-rich network of perfect podcasts. Now listen, listen, listen. Dan, we both co-host the show. He owns the network that the Indie <laughs> Film Review, our show, stop crying, you sniffling ass, stop your nonsense. Here, if you have the podcast, and I have some headphones, see, I put them on, my headphones reach across the room and start to listen to your podcast. Daniel, we have the same podcast. I listen to your podcast. I listen up. Daniel, Jesus Christ. Do you think that your goofing and gaffing would surpass me? I am the Indie Film Review. I am the Necropodicon Network. Listen to the Indie Film Review for the lowdown on all the coolest indie film you probably never heard of. The Indie Film Review. I've abandoned my boy. <laughs> <laughs>